0: good afternoon everyone and welcome to ahead of the crypto curve where we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time One Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Roberts Robertson. It is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you because it absolutely matters. It definitely matters, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? Today is Monday, September 11th. 2023 and what an incredible day it is and we have several cryptopian celebrities who have birthdays today and we're going to say happy birthday to suheer musa of toronto ontario happy birthday to carl fields of racine wisconsin happy birthday to borrow thurston of los angeles california happy birthday to sean Holloway of Greens Greenwood South Carolina South Carolina and happy birthday to Cheryl Walker of Ajax Ontario and ladies and gentlemen if you would like to get a shout out for your birthday please feel free to send me a text message to 424-317-7373 but I have to say to these ladies and gentlemen Please have an incredible birthday today. I hope that your day is filled with all the love, joy, happiness, and peace you understand and deserve on this particular day, which is your birthday. Today is also September 11th, as we know, and everywhere across this nation, people are coming together to remember those who lost their lives in the 9-11 occurrences and for those first responders who lost their lives, as well as those who are first responders and all around that actually um, helped, helped their fellow neighbors on that day, on that week to follow or weeks to follow. And uh, I actually got a quote today from one of the survivors, and uh, I thought it was really relevant to what we're dealing with today. As we need deliverance from what is about to take place with our money. And this quote again comes from a 9-11 survivor. His name is Stanley Paynemont. And he says, I still have the shoes I wore to work that day. The soles are melted and they're caked with ash. I keep them in a shoebox with the word deliverance written all around it. They're kind of like my ark, a reminder of God's presence and the life that I owe to him. And again, that is a 9-11 survivor that says that his shoes are like an ark that brought him out of troubled water and he definitely gives Glory to the Most High who brought him out and kept him safe on that day. And ladies and gentlemen, I know that we are about to experience some things in which we are going to need deliverance in the money sector. And I know that we are going to need deliverance. And I think it's very important that we are constantly reminded that the Most High never puts more on us than we can bear and as we continue to experience some of the turbulence, some of the some of the bombshells that are going to come our way ladies and gentlemen, that we are always reminded that the most high's presence and the life that we owe him is to really trust and move forward in excellence, in patience, in love and all of those things. So on this day, 911, I want to say to any of you that are listening today that were uh, directly affected by the 9-11 situation that happened, uh, that we are with you in solidarity no matter where you are in the world. We are praying for you and your families and just constantly leaving, uh, putting, giving you you know the prayers that you need through us, and I just want to uh, say that in this aftermath because it's still is felt, still felt today. When we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we'll continue this conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, in a moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know all days are symbolic and things happen for a reason, but today I have a bittersweet, bittersweet moment I have to share with you that this week will be my last week on KBLA during the week on the midday money chain. We will, meaning ahead of the crypto curve, we will be moving to another day, which is Sunday. And I'm going to continue to bring ahead of the crypto curve update on Sundays. And so I'll make sure by the end of the week you have the time and the information about that show and the new format and some of the things that we will be talking about on specifically the update. But as it relates to ahead of the crypto curve, I am going to continue to bring the information that I am bringing on a daily basis and you'll be able to catch me on several social medias as well as iHeartRadio and well, you'll be able to actually view the show as well. But in the meantime, I would like for each and every one of you to go ahead and send me a text message so that you can stay plugged in, that you can make sure that you get the information about where I'm going, and that is by sending a text message to that number 424. 424- 317-7373, again 424-317-7373, you know it has been an incredible year and nine months actually here on KBLA and it was an uh, incredible opportunity to really get information to our community. Hopefully a lot of people have learned a lot of things. I know we have a lot of listeners and I just want you to know that I appreciate uh, Tavis Smiley for all that he has done to just give us the opportunity to share this information with our community. And we're going to continue to do that on KBLA, but it's just going to be on Sundays. And again, you'll be able to follow me on social medias and do, in all kinds of places. We're going to be doing some spectacular things the next month or so. And we're going to keep you updated through that text message um that you're going to send and so if you're not on my text message list please make sure that you are so that we can give you an update we're going to do ahead of the crypto curve daily And we will also uh, be periodically doing what is called the Nigel Roberts Show. And we're looking really forward to moving forward. we got some things happening, of course, with the queen of crypto. And um, it's just going to be really interesting. Everything that happens, you know, you, you go to a new chapter in life. And I'm just excited about what the future brings and definitely not scared about what the future holds. Just really, again, appreciative of everything that KBLA brings for our community and for keeping me on on Sundays so that we can bring information as well. So I will. Uh, Give you that information by the end of the week, so everybody is on top of that. And again, to you, the listeners, you are the most important part of what we do, or what I do here on KBLA. And I just really, really appreciate each and every one of you for listening in. But our time has come. This again is the last week that I'll be on Monday through Friday. But we'll stay in touch, and we'll be around. We're not going anywhere. Digital money's not going anywhere, and so. No, I am not going anywhere either. I'm going to make sure that you are ahead of what is happening and that you really understand money. And we've been talking about if we're going to keep ahead of the crypto curve as the name of the show or if we were going to change some things. Because there's some more things that you need to know, which we've been talking about. And we can continue to do that. Even what we're going to talk about today. Because, uh, you know, I've been talking to you all for the last several months about really being careful with spending and um, really making sure when you make a big purchase, it is a need and not necessarily a want right now because things are tightening up things are getting a little bit different. Interest rates are higher. And then there's just so many things that are going on. And so we got to pay attention to all of those things. So with that being said, uh, we about, I don't know, it's been about a month and a half now we had to go ahead because of the size of our family and go ahead and grab a additional vehicle a larger vehicle because the little people are getting bigger and so they can't necessarily fit uh you can't fit four children in in a car with two adults and so we had to get something much bigger because they're getting bigger And we decided to really be strategic and we purchased the vehicle that takes E85 gas. Now, just being honest with you, as an ex-financial advisor, talking about money and looking at things and doing a whole bunch of things in the space, I never even knew or paid attention to E85 gas. And um, it was just recently I was actually filling up my tank, which the tank takes me about $175 to fill up from empty to full, $175. And I was at the tank and I was saying, man, there's got to be a better way to do this. And then one day my husband was at the gas pump and somebody walked up and said, you know, you can put E85 in there. And so he came home and shared with me about E85 gas. Again, neither one of us, I mean, he may have known about e, uh, E85, e but we I had no idea that you could put it in the truck. So we've been gassing up, finding E85 gas stations, and it has cut our gas bill in half. It has allowed us to save so much money. It's ridiculous. In fact, the day before yesterday, I put gas E85 gas. You have to find the stations because they're not everywhere. But a full tank of gas that would normally cost me $175 cost me $80 because gas was $2.99 a gallon. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, $2.99 a gallon. And I have always stated that there has to be a way that we can make our cars run and do different things without having to use the expensive gas that is out there and um i just honestly this has been the best thing i have ever seen in fact if i'm going to do another car i probably won't buy it unless it takes e85 uh gas because the price is just so phenomenal and it gets a little bit cheaper than that because i've even paid 249 in some places And that's per gallon. And then if you're using a special app, they take five cents off that. And every single dollar we can save, ladies and gentlemen, gives us a better opportunity to save more in the areas that we need savings. And so today I'm just going to share a little bit more about some gas because you may be ready to fill up your tank. You may be able are ready to run out today and go and get you a, a full tank of gas. But I am going to say to you today, I have not covered some things that I think you should know. And if you wait just a couple of more days, gas will probably be cheaper. So how will gas be cheaper, Naja Roberts? There is a difference between summer blend glass, and I am saying blend, B-L-E-N-D, Summer blend and winter blend gasoline. And so the difference is quite interesting and it plays into this game of money that is being played with our finances and government regulations. And the seasonal temperatures and the government regulation together make a big difference in the type of gasoline that we use in our vehicles. So lo and behold, we know that they control the gas prices because when you go to Texas and when we visit all these other states, the gas is so much cheaper than it is in California. And they're not doing anything different than we're doing. They're just charging us a little bit more. And I thought that was really the reason. But I started I started doing some research and I realized with the summer on the cusp of ending, we actually are marking uh, what is getting ready to be the end of the summer. The, the leaves changing, not so much here in California, but a, across the United States, and I don't know if the leaves are going to be changing as hot as it is everywhere, but football season is coming back in, and ladies and gentlemen, there will be cheaper gas. That's right, cheaper gas, from what I can see historically, um, changes during this season, and... September 15th, believe it or not, gasoline refineries start switching from making more expensive gas for the summer, they call it a summer blend, to a cheaper winter blend gasoline. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's a little bit backwards because in the winter it's colder and it seems like you would need a better gas to run during the cold, but It's just the opposite because they know that we're traveling during the summer and we're doing all these different things and they need a way to pull or extract funds from our bank accounts. And so this new winter blend is coming. So the differences between these fuels will definitely impact your wallet. And knowing the difference between summer and winter gas is not really a big deal, but It's just something that we got to pay attention to. And again, as we said at the beginning of the show, paying attention to not just money, but everything around you, because it will help you understand this game of money. This is an absolute game. And ladies and gentlemen, you have got to play it and play it responsibly, as they say on some of those commercials. So it helps you get a better budget for gas coming up here in the winter and I don't know if that'll help us much but in the warmer months what they say is gasoline has a greater chance of evaporating from your car's uh, fuel system and so that's why they make a tougher gas through the increased smog and emissions that happen and then the refineries actually reduce uh, a chance of gas evaporation with all of these elements that they add to the gas, which is what makes it uh, higher in price. And they call it read R E I D vapor pressure who knew uh, except maybe some engineers or some individuals that uh, they add these different blends from state to state from region to region due to the different state regulations. And It also varies by octane level. And again, who knew? I had no idea that this was this deep. But the cost for our wallet and the cost per gallon is astronomical based on what I'm seeing. And so we need to really take heed as we look and explore different places to live, different places uh, to own businesses and different different things like that all of these things play into really just paying attention to how to save money year around so so seasonal fuel blends is um what uh, people are talking about in their specific gas stations that you can go to and save money on gas, no matter what time of the year it is. And so I have downloaded an app that I'm I'm only going to share with the listeners that send me a text message. I can give you this app to show you how to save money on gas. I don't know. They're not sponsors, so we're not going to push uh, anybody's app or anything like that but there are some ultimate guides to saving money on gas and so we've got a gas guzzling car so we definitely have saved I'm going to say at this point in just the last month a thousand dollars at least um, on gas and so it's just really interesting to see um, what you can do to save as well as the fact that that some of us shop at grocery stores that have gas stations attached so if you're in southern california you can buy your groceries from vons i'm not sure in other regions what grocery stores have gas stations attached but if you spend so much at vons you can go to the vons gas station and i've been um not with this particular vehicle because vons doesn't have e85 but with the other vehicles that we have we definitely do participate in going to uh, gas stations. Uh, Like Vons, where we do shop and we get sometimes 15 cent off per gallon, which saves a lot of money. But not only that, at Costco's, we are able to save a lot of money on gas. So I just wanted to put that out there because for those of you that say, you know what? I don't have any money to invest. I don't have any money to go buy any uh, gold coins or anything like that. You're going to have to look at ways to really start to cut back and save some money here and there. And every little bit adds up. It definitely adds up. And I want to make sure that you are getting that value and really understanding, again, this money game, because this is absolutely planned. And the volatility on gas is, is pretty interesting once you read these stringent requirements that California has, and the reason why our gas is even higher than everybody else's, and so uh, when we take these things into account moving forward, next year we can do a better job during the summer at making sure that we are patronizing, or are getting ourselves ready to reap the benefits from some of the gas stations that have better prices and some of the apps that can bring better prices. So ladies and gentlemen, again, it's not about just cryptocurrency. We have got to look at every single way in a diversified way to start to cut costs because it is going to matter. It's going to matter, in my opinion, in the next three to six months. And so you may remember this conversation when you're pulling up. Yes, the gas is going to be cheaper because of the winter blend. Not so sure about that in its totality in California, but... We are going to have to continue to pay attention to these things because there's some things going on in the background with the oil, which we know with Saudi Arabia and Russia and all of these things and all of these perfect storms coming together are going to financially affect our community and our bottom line. So when we come forward after news, sports and traffic, we'll continue the conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Find a righteous rage and don't be afraid to say what you see. we KBLA Talk 1580. 80, 80. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. We have a lot of things going on in the financial markets this weekend, so I'm going to share some of those things with you. And as you all know, I've been talking about the four-legged wealth stool that we have, one being digital assets, specifically Bitcoin. We got the hard assets, gold and real estate. We're going to touch on that a bit in just a second and then we've got all of the legacy assets as well as the veil assets and so this economic data is going to come out this week and this United States economy actually relies heavily on consumer spending. And so this is the month they kind of pull everything together and really try to figure out what the holiday season looks like, because that's what our country is big on, right? Finding out what we are doing headed into the holiday shopping season. And so this week really matters. This week matters for the financial, uh, for the financial markets And it matters for us as consumers. And um, a lot of us don't pay attention to these things, but hopefully because you're listening to this show, you'll start to pay attention to what happens this week. And it'll give you some indications of what it's going to look like around Thanksgiving and Christmas. So you know if you're going to do some things, maybe you'll be a little bit more frugal this year. And you'll save up some money because this hard asset... Class is going to be calling your name very shortly, and I'm going to tell you why. Maybe you own a house already. Maybe you own two or three houses. Maybe you own five or six houses, but the opportunity is about to hit, ladies and gentlemen, where we can all own. 30, 40, 50 properties. I just really feel it coming. I can see that this market is going to change. And I think we're going to have one of the greatest crashes ever. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But first up, um, this week's data release is going to help everybody shed some light on this last quarter of the year. And so first up, August consumer price inflation is due on this Wednesday they're going to talk about consumer price inflation Wednesday and uh, in July the inflation acceleration was slightly 3.2 percent year over year and the first increase after the falling of 12 months straight investors will also get an update on the current 30-year fixed rate mortgage which sits well above. I'm not even going to say sits above, but it sits well above 7% right now. And then on Thursday of this week, August retail sales will be uh, brought in and they will tell us what consumer spending looks like at the end of this summer. And I need you to remember That a lot of the retail stores are taking massive hits and closing down because they're going more to online shopping. Uh, And then we got a bunch of theft happening. It's just a lot of things that are happening that are really hitting these stores in a different way. And again, you've got to look at all of these things as you go in to really try to figure out what your next moves are and following that. The, the next day is going to be the Consumer Price Index and the August PPI, which is wholesale inflation, is going to be released this week. This inflation measures and tracks actually how much U.S. producers actually sell their products for to us. And then you have Friday. Man, this week is going to close out with an early look at the results from the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey in September. And so, for those of you that did not know, investors look to the University of Michigan every single year to put out consumer sentiments. And why they do that, I don't know, because these reports can be biased, but I won't get into that. But consumers... Uh, investors are looking for the Uni- University of Michigan to tell them what consumers are doing. Are they spending? Are they being frugal? Are they um, just haphazard? And they're going to look at that. And that report is going to come out on Friday. And then um, the reports on imports and export prices come in this week, along with the industrial production. They also come in this week. So this is a big week for reports. And I'm not going to get into all the reports, like breaking them down. And I might do that on the Naja Roberts show or something. (laughs) But uh, we're not going to break it down. But you really do need to know that there are some consumer themes that are going to come. There's a organization called the NFIB for Small Business Optimism Index. And they're going to report on Tuesday um, about what was going on and the measures of economic confidence increase for the third straight month that they're talking about. And then 21% of the businesses, ladies and gentlemen, business owners, 21% of them, this is a large number of business owners, are actually reporting that they're very, very concerned about inflation. Is in fact, their single biggest concern and how they're going to pass inflation on to their customers. And so there's just a lot of different things. And so last but not least, on Friday, investors will also watch for August industrial production numbers um, that came in at the end of July that blew expectations out of the water. So they say. And so we're going to be looking at those different reports to really figure out what our next moves are. In a second, we are going to talk about what I think one of the greatest real estate crashes is going to look like because there is a lot going on, not just with commercial real estate, which is what we're hearing, but Home values and different things that are happening in the real, uh, just everyday housing market. And so remember, I have consistently said, get ready and be ready and stay ready so you don't have to get ready. This is the time to get your credit together. This is the time to get rid of some debt. This is the time to really get ready to pick up some of these houses that are about to hit this market. When we come forward, we'll continue the conversation on hard assets. When we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. Now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Nigel Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. In case you did not hear me a little bit earlier, this week will be my last week on the Midday Money Chain. So if you want to stay in touch, please feel free to send me a text message to 424-317-7373. Again, 424-317-7373. I will be doing a Sunday show just the cryptocurrency update Uh, but during the week we will continue with the head of the crypto curve on social media you'll be able to find me on Instagram YouTube LinkedIn uh, Facebook and all of those places along with probably iHeartRadio I said probably I'm on on iHeartRadio we'll just continue that going and so I am looking forward to continuing to bring you the information just On Sundays, I'll be on KBLA, and other than that, you can find me on social media. I will be more active, obviously, than I have been in the last couple of months, just really making sure that I continue to bring this programming and help you understand this game of money because it is definitely changing, and there's some things that we need to know and be made aware of so that we can consistently uh make the right decisions and so when we are going to be ready about uh the hard asset situation i share with you all that i will be going to utah utah in a couple of weeks um to just make sure that we have our our gold bag <laughs> uh, our notes, um, that are small increments of, of money that have gold intertwined in them just to see how things are working, how they're putting that together and what that looks like in different communities. I'm really excited about that. But another hard asset, ladies and gentlemen, is real estate. And I really feel that the Airbnb, uh, bubble, is about to burst and so for those of you that have been purchasing real estate and really taking a hard cold look at airbnb i thought initially it was a great way to go but now that there are so many cities banning airbnb people are going to be stuck with these properties and these mortgages and not be able to refi and there's going to just be a lot going on and recently uh we found out of course that las vegas had banned uh airbnbs but you have cities blue cities as they would call them like new york chicago san francisco outright banning airbnb And they are not allowing anyone to rent any type of vacation home. In fact, they are giving rewards for neighbors who report somebody that they think is doing an Airbnb. There are certain counties here in California that have massive taxes that are being placed on Airbnb owners, which makes it not worth their while to have an Airbnb unless they have virtually no mortgage. And of course, you know, a lot of people are buying properties, renovating them, and then turning them into Airbnbs. And I just know that there is such a need for housing in the places where there is need for housing. More and more cities are going to ban Airbnb and continue to really uh, continue the war on the dwindling middle class. And that is what they're doing. And instead of them banning uh, national people from other countries from coming in here, buying properties, and hoarding properties and not renting properties to certain individuals they're going after the Airbnb market and we are watching this uh, unfold ladies and gentlemen and it is a real thing and this is a real estate crash that is bound to happen because of the amount of markets that are starting to be affected by the Airbnb shutdowns and people just aren't going to be able to afford it. Now, maybe they will be lucky enough to find people that can rent the homes. But then again, you have to find, you know, you have to know that uh, if you're renting and you need an astronomical amount to cover your mortgage and your taxes, uh, it's not going to be a a a good tenant that's going to stay there for long. And as we can tell by the trends, a lot of our, I would say, renters are youth, they're not even really stable enough to really even want to stay in a place for a long time. And so um, there's just a lot of different things that we've been watching happen. And again, these are perfect storms and different sectors happening all at once. And this is going to be something to see if you're paying attention and noting that this real estate crash, both commercial and residential coming together at once is going to look a little bit worse than it did in the 2008 financial crisis. And I'm not the only one that's saying this ladies and gentlemen. If you go ahead and google some of the uh, real estate gurus, they're saying and seeing the same exact thing. And as we look at what to do with the properties that we are currently purchasing and and trying to purchase and things of that sort, you've got to be really strategic as to what to do with these properties and Airbnb is not it. So I want to make sure that we're warning our community first and foremost about what this market looks like as we move forward into these next couple of years. So, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to get into the cryptocurrency, uh, the digital assets, and we'll talk about where they are right now when we come forward on Ahead of the Crypto Curve with KBLA Talk 1580. For everybody, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. So let's get into the cryptocurrency market update. We have Bitcoin right now trading at $25,081. Ladies and gentlemen, in the last hour, it's actually up. When I looked at it at the beginning of the show, it was down, but it is actually up 0.29% in the last hour. In the last 24 hours, it is down 2.79%. In the last seven days, it is down 2.85%. And then you have Ethereum. Ethereum is trading at $1,540. It is down in the last hour 0.01%. In the last 24 hours, it is down 4.80%. In the last... Um, seven days, it is down 5.33%. And as we look at the cryptocurrency market, there are some exciting times for some of these other coins. So they would say, and again, I told you, it's all about marketing, how they get you to buy what they are trying to sell. And it's not necessarily about wholeheartedly the technology, but rather uh, what a lot of people are holding that they're trying to offload. And we call them rug pulls. So again, be very careful. As I look down the line, I see a lot of red. I see a lot of red as it relates to the coins and the different platforms that people have been marketing and saying that they're signing a Contract with this bank, and they're doing this with this country and doing this with that country. They're down 10% um, in several uh, places, and then down 8% with a lot of these coins. And so, I don't quite see them faring well coming through these markets, especially when you're looking at how much they're talking about, you know, the Shiba e news and the Solanas and the XRPs those are the ones this week that should be doing incredible but they're not doing incredible and you really need to watch and make sure that those are Coins are in alignment with what your goals are for five to ten years from now. With that, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is going to be my last week on the midday money chain. I am so, so very happy uh, to have had the opportunity to share with you on a daily basis. We're going to continue and we'll keep you updated. As to where you can find me, I am Naja Roberts on all social medias. No dots, no underscores, no none of that stuff. But on YouTube, I am Naja Roberts One. And so I am Naja Roberts One on YouTube, but on all the other social media platforms, I am just Naja Roberts. And I'm going to keep you updated. On what's going on with money because this is definitely a game, and you got to know how to play this game in order to win. And at the end of the day, we've got to just really keep pushing forward, keep informing each other, keep sharing information, keep uncovering the things that have never been uncovered, and really talk about the things that major media is not sharing with us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for rocking with me here on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. You can can send me a text message to stay updated at 424-317-7373, but we are making way for the DL Hughley show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to continue to dollar cost average purchasing our Bitcoin a little bit at a time. Um, like that's what I'm doing every single day because we are creating Satoshi millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you.